Welcome and thank you for listening to another episode of the Voice of Business podcast. We're your hosts, Kyle Jacobson and Eddie McBride. It's that time of year again, kids going back to school, businesses placing Texas Tech and Lubbock Christian flags outside, and you can start to sense the enthusiasm that surrounds Friday Night Lights, college football, and other athletics that are about to begin their respective seasons. Given the summer's developments surrounding the Big 12, there seems to be a heightened sense of urgency about all that surrounds college athletics in Lubbock. So we thought Robert Giovanetti with Texas Tech Athletics would be an excellent guest for the podcast this week. Gio, thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. And Gio, you know how much we appreciate the chance to talk to you and getting you to share your experiences with us and helping us spread the word as far as we can. And But speaking of spreading the word, and I mean, you're known far and wide, we know that, but in case there are one or two of our many listeners that might not know exactly <laughs> who you are and follow Texas Tech Athletics, Please give us a little bit of introduction about yourself and uh, your position at Tech, please, sir. Sure, thanks. Uh, my name is Robert Giovanetti. I'm the Senior Associate Athletics Director here for External Operations. And so uh, that's all the uh, kind of public-facing uh, things to do with our athletics department, our broadcast services, uh, communications, marketing, ticket sales, uh, fan engagement, then our digital and licensing space all uh, report up through me. And so I, I always like to tell people that the, some of the things that, you know, if you're mad about something, probably you could email me and, and it'll be, it'll end up on my desk, you know, music in the stadium or, or tickets or whatever. And so, uh, so uh, I, I try to be, I'm also the official uh, department spokesperson. So anytime we have uh, something come up, unless Kirby got my boss who uh, Eddie, I know, you know, very well, uh, wants to speak, then, I, then I'll speak on behalf of the department. But I've been here at Tech Tech Athletics now. I've been at Tech for about 11 years, been at Tech Athletics now, just about six years here working for Kirby. Well, not a finer AD in, in all of tech, in all of the off, athletics throughout the nation. So there's not a better man or AD than Kirby Hillcutt. No, I agree. And, you know, I get to, um, you know, Kirby is uh, so well-respected around the country. You know, he did a stint as the college football playoff uh, chairman, uh, and now he's on the baseball uh, committee for the baseball uh, tournament. He's got a lot of, of national connections. He's so well-respected uh, around the country, but, but not only that, just working for him, um, you get to see every day that he practices what he preaches. He's, he's changed the culture of this athletic department. He's uh, for the better. Uh, he understands the big picture, but then, uh, you know, the thing I love about Kirby, you'll see him pick up a piece of trash uh, when he's walking around. You might go into his office and he's got a student athlete in there having lunch with him or visiting with them. Uh, when you walk across campus with him, every student athlete knows him by name and he knows them by name. It's you don't see that very often at, at, uh, at a school like this with a with an, you know, your AD. And uh, he 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 gets the entire picture and, and really, truly, a, I think, a blessing for tech, like you said, in Lubbock. But uh, uh, I'm, I'm very honored to work for him. Absolutely. And we're, we're fortunate to have him here in Lubbock. Um, there are many onlookers, myself included, as a Texas Tech grad who are anxious and curious about what's going to happen next amid all the conference realignment talk. And as much as I'd love for you to break some major news here on the podcast about <laughs> what conference we're going to next, um, we understand this is something that will take some time to sort out. Um, but in the meantime, I think there's a real sense among Red Raiders about what they can do to help, you know, whether that's a letter writing campaign, a social media campaign, or something else. So from Texas Tech Athletics and your standpoint, what, what can the everyday fan do to promote Texas Tech during this time of uncertainty? You know, you know, um, Kyle, as you, as you look at the landscape and the things that I think people are looking at 
or a your eyeballs right just from your television or online and it's not like the old days where just by by television like lubbock is the 144th television market but if you threw in midland odessa wichita falls amarillo abilene it, you know it, it makes us a much bigger presence on there plus we have a huge alumni and fan base in the dallas fort worth area in the houston area in central texas so when you get texas tech you, you get a statewide uh presence as well and so i think the things that, that people can do uh a continue to to view and consume texas tech athletics in any way they can if they can't get to the game you know watch out on uh, television or online if it's on espn plus or it's something like that because people are noticing those things uh continue to to buy texas tech gear and texas tech merchandise right now we're ranked 19th in the country by the clc the the collegiate licensing company which which uh manages all of the um you know, the, the products and the, anything that uses our logo and mark. And so we're consistently in the top 25, which shows we have a, a passionate and engaged fan base. And, and then the, on the very simple, basic level, we're just asking people to, to come to the games this year, right? Because more eyeballs are going to be on us than ever before. And, and I think regardless of what you think about Texas tech or any particular person at Texas tech or what's happened recently at Texas tech. And look, we get better than anybody. We've only won, uh, you know, we haven't won as much as we, we should have won in the last couple of years. And I, I think we're, we're going to be uh, better this year, but, but coming to the games this year is going to be impactful for Texas tech 15, 20, 30 years down the road, right? It's just um, it, it's our future is dependent on it, whether the big 12 stays together and who you might bring in to, to join the league or uh, as other, other leagues are looking at us, they want to be able to look at and say, that's an active, engaged fan base. And one of the easiest things you can do is come to the games and, and enjoy the games. We're going to try to do our part. Uh, we're going to, my team is going to make it a, a more fun experience at the game. We're working on great things for outside the stadium beforehand. And I know Coach Wells is trying to do his part uh, with, the, with the football team. So a uh, lot to be optimistic about. And I think it's time to put, a, put aside maybe whatever differences or frustrations you have and say, uh, I'm doing what's best for Texas Tech and the city of Lubbock and West Texas, because I think we all would agree what we do here and um, this football program is important to this entire community. Absolutely. And I think Eddie's next question is about that precise topic. And, and GL, not only is the butts in seats perspective important, but it's also making sure that folks uh, continue that throughout the season and all the athletic programs and everything. It's really important to us at the chambers. We recognize this goes beyond just playing football, of course, and it's certainly important for all the athletic programs and for out-of-town visitors to come to any of the games. And, and there's a lot of business activity that ramps up in Lubbock, as we've touted on quite a few occasions and in, in any time that uh, football or basketball games are hosted here. Texas Tech obviously has several business partners throughout the community, throughout the region. And can you talk about that angle some and how this trickles down beyond just the university itself? Yeah, there's no doubt. I mean, I think, you know, te Texas Tech is such a vital part of, of our, not only our community, but I think this entire area and, um, you know, football for, for whatever you want to say about it is, is a major uh, economic engine, whether it be through hotels and restaurants and just travel uh, part of it, just the, the ability that when people are at the games, they they see Texas Tech, they see Lubbock, they, they're able to consume just everything that goes into uh, not only the game day experience here on campus, but, but around the community. I, I think a lot of businesses are very dependent on those six Saturdays in the fall and, and others too. You know, when you go, when you get into basketball season and you think about some of the 
huge games we've had here in the past, even in basketball. We had game day here a couple of years ago for Kansas, and that day felt like a, almost felt like a holiday that day. And how just you know we lost to end up losing that game, but I remember telling my team, uh, "Hey, we we lost the game, but I think we won the day. I think it was uh, it was a good day for Texas Tech and a good day for Lubbock to put our our best foot forward." I just think so many people are reliant on what happens. You know, everyone always says that the athletic department and football program specifically are the front door to a university. We have so much to be proud of at Texas tech. And sometimes that's the only way you can, you can be seen by others. It's, it's, you know, they, they come to watch a football game and next thing they know, Hey, we got a great engineering program or a great Ross college of business. And then it's a recruiting tool for the, for, uh, for students it's a recruiting tool for uh, faculty as you bring them there and i think that i think the growth and economy and well-being of texas tech is good for this entire area and, and eddie you mentioned it we have such great uh, corporate partners that have stuck with us and we have great fans too that have been years and years and years uh stuck with texas tech and been a part of the victories and been a part of the of the down times as well but we have great corporate partners who support us and have, have been there for us. And it, it's important for them too. They understand the importance of giving back to Texas Tech, but they understand conversely how much that, you know, being a part of that and being a part of this uh, helps. And I think you, you, what you don't want to do is take a step backwards. You never want to go backwards. And right now we're part of the, the power five and we're part of the, the, we're at the table right now. And I've always said this, just because you're at the table, doesn't necessarily guarantee you a seat at the next table. And I think we're going to see a couple of shifts in the college athletic landscape over the next couple of years. We already saw the first steps towards that with what UT and Oklahoma decided a couple of weeks ago. You're reading a lot of things, and I think it's going to, to change the, the face of what we're all looking at. But uh, I think it, if you drill down, it's much more than just Texas Tech or Texas Tech football situation. It's a, it's a Lubbock, West Texas even I might say Texas uh, situation as well. You, I think it's better for the state of Texas to have more schools in the mix uh, on the on the national level when you're talking about athletics. Absolutely, and that's something we've pointed out here at the chamber. You know, we wrote a letter to the governor um, illustrating that Florida, the state of Florida, right now has three Power Five schools. State of North Carolina has four, and state of Texas, as important as not just football but um, all sports are and the size of our state, we deserve to have that same level of national exposure or maybe even more so than states like that. Um, but with all the excitement about the upcoming season, we do have good news for fans who just can't wait until the home opener or the season opener down in Houston. Fans can catch a preview of the upcoming season from Coach Wells, Kirby Hocutt, some tech football players, as well as some high, uh, area high school coaches at the Lubbock Chambers kickoff breakfast scheduled for August 26th. Can you tell our listeners who might be interested what they can expect at that breakfast and why events like that are such a great partnership between tech and the, and the local business community? Yeah, we, we always love that, that breakfast. To me, it's almost, it, it signifies it's here, right? That time is here. You start kind of seeing the shadows changing a little bit in the evening and you start going, okay, fall's getting here. And then when Eddie and his team put on their breakfast to get things going to, to, it, to me, that's almost says, okay, we're here. We're it's, it's time now. And now it's really a foot officially football time. And I love hearing from the high school coaches, obviously high school football is such a, a big part of, of the fiber of Texas and West Texas. Uh, I, we're going to hear from Kirby. Uh, Kirby's going to going to speak and give his thoughts on what's happening right now, as much as he can. And as you can imagine this, what's happening now and the strength of the big 12 and the future of the big 12 and Texas tech's future uh, are, is consuming all of Kirby's time. And, uh, but he is going to to be there that day and, and will speak to the group. 
Uh, we're going to do uh, a Q&A with a couple of our student athletes. And, and Eddie, as you remember, we did that last year on Zoom uh, because we were in a much different situation last year. And uh, Tony Bradford spoke uh, from the football program. And I, and I had so many people tell me afterwards that uh, they were impacted by what Tony had to say. We're, gonna, we're trying to get Tony back this year. And right now he is uh, scheduled to come and be there along with an offensive player to be named later. I'm not trying to tease anything that uh, coach Wells wanted to wait for a couple more days before he decided uh, who he wanted to come speak at that. And he has told his team, right? This is an honor to be a part of that. And so I want, he wants it uh, to be somebody that he thinks is, has earned the right to be there. And then we'll also talk to coach Wells and get his thoughts about um, where he's been and uh, where he thinks this program is headed and, and maybe give us some uh, insight into this year's team. So uh, looking forward to that. And when you think of coach Wells and what he took over and it, Again, everyone went through COVID last year, but I think for him, uh, you know, he took over in late December of the previous year and, and didn't really have a time to in, in put in his program. And I think that that would have been what he would have done last year and just didn't get to because of COVID and, and everything else. And he, he doesn't use that, that for an excuse, uh, but I'll, I'll use that for him. And I think now he's had a full off season uh, to be with his team and coach Schultz is his, um, his strength coach. Then we have coach Cumbie and coach, you know, who's now back and coach Cumbie's a West Texas guy from Snyder and uh, glad to have him back as our offensive coordinator. And then coach Patterson, our defensive coordinator. So we'll hear about all that and he'll give us a little insight into what he's seen so far. We have a scrimmage uh, on Saturday that, you know, that he'll also have that kind of knowledge as he goes in, that'll be two scrimmages in uh, before he gives the, his talk on the Thursday. And so we'll do a little Q and a with him and, uh, and get to hear his thoughts and his excitement. I, talking to him, he's excited about this coming year. You know, he he's a winner, and he he wants to uh, he wants a chance to redeem himself and his program as well. And, and so this will be a chance for him to. Uh, and he's great. You know, if you ever been around Coach Wells, he, he's he's West Texas all the way. If you remember during COVID, he and his family they hadn't been here very long, right? And he and his his wife Jen and their family they. Uh, they're the first big gift to the West Texas COVID relief efforts. And uh, they, they gave a, a large gift towards that. They have bought into this community and being a part of this community. And so uh, I always like it when he, he gets a chance to present himself in front of, because uh, West Texas people are the best people. And I think Coach Wells fits in really well here. Well, Gio, thank you so much for visiting with us. And um, as a little bit of personal privilege, I don't think there's a better spokesman or a better representative for the entire university than Robert Giovanetti. I appreciate that. Thank you very so, much. And in, in, uh, known you for years and really have enjoyed the opportunity to work with you. Thank you again for not only the partnership, but all the help and assistance that you've given the chamber and our business community in that respect as well. So. And we know it's an exciting time of year and, and probably one that uh, and it got a few hours of increased workload for you, I'm sure. But we certainly we certainly enjoy the output and what you do and everything and what you do for not only the athletics program, but also for our fans and for our businesses as well. So, Gio, thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you, Eddie. Thank you, Kyle. I love Lubbock. I love Texas Tech. I'm glad to, this is always a great chance to put all those things together. So look forward to see you guys at the uh, breakfast as well. And we've been very fortunate to have you here today, Gio, and we want to, to thank all of our listeners today, and we certainly look forward to the podcast next week.